Hi, friends. Welcome to the Hi Friend Podcast. My name is Sarah, and this is a podcast I started with my best friend, Kaylee, to share our perspectives of navigating the mysterious, exciting, and sometimes daunting journey of being single women in our 30s, living into our dreams, figuring things out as we go, and celebrating the beauty through it all. As life enters a new season for both of us, we hope this will be a space where you get to experience freedom to live the life you were created for and deep joy to delight in the journey along the way. By inviting you to listen in on our conversations, through sharing my stories, and by adding new friends to the mix as well. I'm so excited you're here, and I can't wait to create and live out our most beautiful lives together. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Hi Friend Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. It has been a little bit longer than I'd like to have gone without recording a new episode. And I just, yeah, I've I've had a hard time um, coming up with the things that I wanted to share on here and been a little bit stuck in some places in my life, which I'll actually kind of get to a little bit later on. But I have just really been wanting to hop on and some share some things that have been on my heart lately and um, a few updates here and there. Um, and yeah, though I did realize that if there was an episode that I wanted to stay at the top of the feed for a while, it was definitely not last week's, but the last episode with Morgan Day Cecil. And I just, yeah, if you haven't listened to that, I highly recommend it. It was such a lovely conversation and she's just someone that I am so grateful for and, um, I believe has so much wisdom and goodness to offer. And it was cool to see some of your responses and to hear, um, how it resonated with you. So, um, yeah, hopefully it gave that one some longer airtime <laughs> for people, but I, yeah, so just to give a couple life updates, since the last time that I recorded, I actually had my one year anniversary of not drinking come and go. And I know that's something that I've shared about publicly here and on my blog and on Instagram and have kind of shared that journey. And so I wanted to just give like a little update as far as um, what that day and week looked like even leading up to it. And then what it's been, it's been about two weeks since then. Um, so yeah, what it's been like to kind of reincorporate alcohol back into my life. Um, but I did write a whole post about it over on Glitter and Grace, so I'm not going to um, go into it too much. But it was just really interesting to see some of the emotions that were coming up in me the week leading up to it. And I just uh, I noticed myself feeling some sadness and anxiety and fear even, which I yeah, I just turn into kind of like an investigator when I notice those things popping up um, and try to really get to the bottom of like where those are coming from and not feel any like condemnation for myself for feeling them or or anything like that, but just more of like a curiosity of like, where is this coming from and why do I feel this way? And and I feel like I was able to uncover some, some really interesting things that seemed to click together and make sense as to why I was feeling them. But yeah, I think it just ultimately for starters was realizing that I was now having this kind of a shift in identity. Like that was something that had been, I'd really identified with for the last year and that people knew about me and that I received like a certain amount of praise or affirmation for. And, um, it's definitely not why I did this in the first place, but it was kind of a unexpected, like nice byproduct. And so the total ego in me was recognizing that that was, um, going to be going away, which is, just so important, I think, to recognize the things in our lives that we attach 
um, worth or value to um, in regards to like titles around ourself or different roles um, or things that we, or labels, I guess is probably the best word. Um, and recognizing that that is not where our worth comes from. And it's no wonder that we can get flustered or um, thrown off when something changes in our life. Like either we lose a relationship or we lose a job or um, just something shifts. Um, and so just to remind, reminding myself to keep going like inward and staying in my, my worth and in my core. And, um, yeah, so that was just like an interesting one. And, and then the anxiety kind of came from realizing that for so long, like this was something that was very easy, um, not necessarily always easy to do or stick to, um, though easier than I probably thought, but easy in that it just was simplified. So my choice was to just fully take alcohol off of the table for a full year. And that removed all like weighing or deciding on what I would do in any given, any given situation. It was just easy. It was black and white. I'm not drinking. (laughs) Um, and so recognizing that I was adding it back in on the one hand, I, I really believe that freedom and freedom of choice is such a beautiful place to be. And that's how we truly thrive um, and recognizing how we make decisions. And so, you know, knowing that like I trust myself to make decisions that are in my best interest, um, even if I have this option now to do to do to add alcohol in or whatnot. But knowing that I really wanted to approach um, drinking in a more intuitive way. And so while that's a great thing and I, I was excited to be able to like have wine again and all of that, it it just became much more complicated, um, if I'm being honest. Like it just there's a lot more to consider. Um, it's not black and white anymore. Um, there are consequences to deciding to have a drink, good and bad. Um, but just being aware of what those are and just, like deciding in any given moment what will best serve me. And so I think that was hard for me to, to enter that back in. And then, um, yeah. And then also to just fear around knowing what has come from, um, drinking in the past and kind of wondering if, if any of those behaviors or things would resurface. Um, obviously I'm trying to not just treat alcohol the way that I did before where, well, which was, you know, Again, it wasn't like a major problem for me, but in some moments it was. And so just really focusing on self-control and being um, present and conscious with how much I'm consuming. And um, so, so yeah, so those were kind of some of the feelings. It was honestly really great to have wine again. It tasted amazing. I missed red wine so much. Um, and then I've just been having like, you know, a drink here or there Um I definitely don't love how it makes me feel sometimes, even just with like a glass or a glass and a half can give me a headache the next day or make my affect my sleep. And so, yeah, I think I, the other hard part was just that I really, really liked not drinking for so many reasons. And so there was just a lot of questions in my mind of like, okay, if you liked not drinking so much, then maybe is that what you should stay doing? <laughs> or, um, but I also don't really feel like I'm called to forever remove alcohol. And I, I really wanted to be able to have wine in my life. And so, yeah, just navigating all of that. And it's been interesting and I think it will continue to be a little bit of a journey. But one of the things that's like really brought me a lot of peace has just been permission to myself to constantly check in, 
always do what feels good and right for me and know that I can change at any point. Like I don't have to make some big sweeping decision. Um, even if I decide to give up alcohol again, I've proven that I can do it and it'd be fine and I would actually probably thrive. Um, but I also have the freedom to enjoy it if it feels right in the moment. So, um, yeah, just wanted to share that update. I appreciate so much everyone who's like, I don't want to say been on this journey with me, but I mean, especially to like my close friends and people who've been really supportive and, um, encouraging and, and then people who've shared their own stories with me and, um, hearing people who are experimenting with their own breaks from alcohol. Like I just, I think it's, that's so important. And I've, I totally trust everyone to make their own decisions around something that's this personal. But, um, I just think anytime we can be kind of introspective and reflective about a habit of ours, um, it just only ends up serving us. And so, yeah, ultimately I'm, I think this experiment that I did was one of the best things that I've ever done for myself. And the biggest takeaway for me was that I just, it showed that I had a very high amount of self-love for myself to be able to make a decision that I ultimately felt like was in my best interest. Um, and, and yeah, and to stick to it and to stick to my commitment and to then see the outcomes of it and then realize that I can do other things that I put my mind to and, um, that I am worth, I'm not going to say sacrifice because I, I really tried to reframe it into a positive thing. It's something I was gaining rather than giving up, but, um, yeah, that I'm worth the discipline of, of doing hard things. So, okay. That was kind of the update about, (laughs) about that. Um, and as far as what I wanted to share today, or I guess that's been on my heart for the past couple of weeks when I, you know, I try to plan out some topics ahead of time. I know that they can kind of hop all over the place. Um, but this is something that I've just, as I look back in the last like year and a half, two years of my life where I really feel like I've embarked on this, um, kind of deep internal self-growth, spiritual journey, whatever you want to call it. And it's been just like wild and so beautiful to see all the different ways that I'm like constantly learning and changing and growing. And, um, and I've, I've been trying to like pinpoint kind of either like how it started or if I could boil down like one of the most basic principles of, of where all of this motivation or, um, I guess like excitement to grow is coming from. Um, one of the biggest things for me has been, and I've talked about this before, but just this deep inner belief that we're here to enjoy this life and believing that it is fully possible for me to have this whole and, um, joy filled life. And, and so I think like that is ultimately having that belief as the foundation for my life, honestly. Um, but has been really the catalyst for this growth. And then kind of like the ways in which I always return back to like how and why I choose to reframe so many things in my life. And, um, just using that as a filter to anytime that I'm feeling, um, like out of sorts about something or upset, or I notice a behavior in myself that I don't love or a thought process or whatnot is, is taking it under the lens of knowing that this isn't something I just have to suffer through. Like this life isn't something that I think I believe is supposed to be really hard or that, um, 
is not one that's meant to be enjoyable. And so when I have that realization, and then it allows me to question like, okay, so if, if you believe that to be true, then what are the ways that we can change these thoughts so that you are having a better experience or you can have instill a new habit so that you are f- having days that are filled with more joy or chase after a career or a life that is just this ultimate beautiful picture and an embodiment of the fullness of who I believe I am and who I'm supposed to be in this world. And so it's really kind of been what's guided me through so much of um, these past couple years. And I, I believe it's been in me for my whole life, honestly, and I think through different things. But um, what I, why this came up for me recently as to why I wanted to share it was that I noticed some like really cool shifts in my life um, where I was able to take like a higher view um, look at, at the last like bird's eye view or whatever you would say of, the, of my life and realize like, oh, wow, I've really come a long way in this area. Or when I'm around certain people who maybe haven't been on the, a similar journey of like self-growth or are kind of stuck in certain patterns, it's really allowed me to realize like that this work is, is working and it's, it's really beautiful. And, um, I, I had a conversation with someone very close to me who I just have noticed like really struggling through a lot of things and, um, just felt like there was a lack of fullness in their life as as far as the way that they went about their day to day and um, why they made certain choices that they did and how it was affecting relationships. And, um, I, I was able to ask them and say, like, do you, do you believe that it is possible for you to have a full and whole life? Because I really believe that the, that your answer to that question is then what shapes so much about our lives. And, um, yeah. So one of the things that I noticed where I was able to notice my own positive growth too, is this was someone that was very close to me. And I think in the past, like watching, um, either someone being like a lot of distress or, um, a lot of sadness and how maybe that would have affected me would cause me to be really emotional and maybe like feel really sensitive or kind of up and down in my emotions or really affect, um, my life in a way. Um, not even in like a selfish sense, but just like feeling a lot of empathy and, and whatnot. And, um, in this instance, in this communication, I just noticed that I felt so detached and not in like a, an like a head in the sand kind of way or ignoring emotions or anything like that, but detached in a sense of feeling so secure and strong in like the core of who I am and, um, my joy and my worth and knowing like what I'm here for and to be able to approach this person and what they were going through in a very um, like compassionate way, but also very objective and kind of just recognize that this is their story. And um, honestly, even having a lot of hope and excitement for them, I think that there is so much beauty that can come from like our rock bottom places. And I think it's, very scary sometimes and painful to be in them, but recognizing that that is there to make a big shift in your life and, um, to sift away kind of the, anything that's not working and to really wake people up to the fact that there's something more for them and more for this life. And, and so, yeah, I just, it was so beautiful for me to recognize the, um, how healthy it felt on my end to just have this 
stability and the security and this sure assuredness as to um, who I am and um, what I know to be true and um, to respond out of that rather than like a more emotional state. And um, yeah, that just was really powerful for me. And, and then even to watch like some, <laughs> some people I know like get really stressed out about like let's say like planning out a day or like feeling overwhelmed by tasks and being able to like walk them through the steps of like, okay, like, is it really as bad as we think? Like, how can we chunk this down? How can we, um, you know, like take some deep breaths or take things off our plate that don't need to be there. And, and just seeing how the, the thought processes and the things that I do for myself in order to talk myself down from feeling upset or overwhelmed or whatnot. Um, have not only helped to remove so much stress and anxiety from my life, um, though I wouldn't say I had like a ton of that before, but still it just, I did notice I would get, I would like compound things and I would, in the moments where I was stressed, like it would, yeah, it would lead to like a lot of tears or overwhelm. And I just don't really experience that very much anymore because I, I have like these thought work thing practices in place and these belief, these core beliefs about myself and about this life. And, and so I can work from that space. And so to like walk someone else through that and then to have them be like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like, thank you for this, your wisdom. And, and just to see it not only help them, but, um, that, recognizing that I don't really struggle with those things as much anymore because I have done all this work around it. And so that was really cool too. And just two other small instances that I think are funny ones, but kind of relatable um, because we all have those moments where it's just like something triggers us and we get so annoyed or so mad. I One of my, the things that I struggle with is definitely like around getting ir- easily irritated or experiencing like anger around things that I just really wish that I didn't. <laughs> so I was coming back from a trip and trying to unload my car. And I, the purse that I use is not like my big tote purse, but my little purse um, has like a flap and there's no zipper part in the top. So it just, if it ever turns upside down, everything comes out because it's not secured. And so I didn't realize that it was like upside down. And so I got out of my car. This is not the first time this has happened. And literally everything from my purse just like spilled all over the ground, like bobby pins, coins everywhere. Um, Like I think my cell phone was in there. And so, and I didn't even have, I just had this like space in between and I didn't even react and then like have to you know, talk myself down be like, it's not that big of a deal. Like what's, you know, what it takes a few seconds to pick everything up. But I truly just had this like instant peace response where I just felt like so nonplussed by it. I was like, you know, I didn't beat myself up. I didn't get mad. I just like calmly went about like picking up the contents of my purse and putting it back in. And, you know, I'm sure there's some people who are like, well, duh, that's, yeah, that's what I do. Um, and it's, that would be so silly to get upset about it. But for my own journey and my, like who I am, that is not how I would have reacted a few years ago. Like I just would get super annoyed or like huffy and like be irritated or frustrated about it. And so that was like one example. And then another one was about, uh, uh, with an ex-boyfriend of mine, we were doing like a DIY pizza night and, the Trader Joe's dough, like at first, and I don't know if it was just because it didn't sit out long enough, but it's pretty sticky sometimes. Like it can be hard to like remove even from the packaging. And, um, I, this is like years ago, but when we were making 
pizza together, I could not like get the dough off of the the plastic and onto the the whatever the board or the, the counter. And I was so irritated and I'm sure this like there had to have been other things going on because it was a very disproportional response to what was happening but I just like got so mad and I like finally just like took the whole thing of dough and threw it in the trash and was like we're not even doing I can't even do this like this we need to start over or we need to make something else tonight and I just remember the way that he was staring at me bless his heart he was very patient with me but he was like oh my gosh, like, why is this such a big deal? And I'm surprised he didn't just like run out of the house, but we recovered and I apologized and all that. But like, just that kind of like out of control emotion feeling, um, it was, has definitely been present in my life. And so there was a time recently where I was making pizza and it didn't totally happen where it was as sticky, but I just was laughing, thinking about that, that time and how now, like I have so many tools to be able to like get me to a place where I'm not like I wouldn't be freaking out about something like that or letting it get to that level. Um, and then two, on a bigger level of um, kind of why I wanted to share this is something that I think has been the one of the most um, helpful like realizations or like distinctions for me is the this quote that is um, – I'm going to mess up the name, so I'm not going to say that, but if you Google it, it will come up. But the quote is, pain is inevitable and suffering is optional. And what I love about this is because it does not dismiss the fact that we will have pain in this life. I do not believe, I don't want to go through life with, um, you know, blinders on or just like positive thinking my way into everything or thinking that everything's going to be all charmed 100% of the time. I know that's not true. We live on this earth. There's pain, there's death, there's sadness. It's going to be hard at times. But I think we can tend to have a narrative and it depends even like coming from certain faith backgrounds, like there can be this um, focus maybe on like the pain that we're supposed to experience or suffering even, um, and like identifying if you're a Christian, like identifying with suffering on the cross, um, and that that's like supposed to be a part of our life. And then also too, even just some of the, like, I'd say like self-awareness or psychology narratives out there about like allowing a lot of space for grief and mourning and, um, and all of that. And I do think it's important, but I, the important distinction is that when you recognize that pain is inevitable, you, allow that as an option in your life. So you know that, and you expect it. So, you know, we will experience pain. It's going to be hard, be ready for it, but it doesn't mean that it has to completely knock you off and that it's not even sometimes serving us or good for us. And so to me, what suffering is optional means is that I have the ability to decide how far I want to take that pain or how useful I want to make it in my life. And so for the example of the person who was going that I was speaking with, I was having like a really hard time. Um, I feel like in that instance, I could have allowed myself to be very, very sad. Um, I could have been sad for the ways that that has affected me and people close to them and very sad for, you know, the experience that they were going through and all of that. But the reality is, is my sadness in that instance would not have been serving that person um, or really myself. I mean, I think if it, if I needed to mourn some things, that would be okay. But in this case, like it was really helpful for me to stay in my place of like a place of power and not fall apart um, 
just to fall apart, to let myself be sad. And so, and I've noticed, like I've thought back to things in the past of times where I've been like really, really upset about something, um, even like angry about like politics or, or things like that. And I don't, I think, you know, maybe anger can be a, a good motivator to do something productive, but I think just being angry or um, getting really upset about things or crying for like days and days, like isn't always going to be what serves us on a great deeper level or serves the people around us. And so that is something I just return to so, so often. Um, and just kind of asking like, what are the emotion, the emotions that are, are really needed for me in this, emo- in this moment? Like, and then giving myself permission to feel those, but just being aware that it might not always be necessary to stay in a place of like extreme upset for long periods of time. Also, because I really do want to enjoy this life. And I think that people can benefit from my pain and from that, um, uh, of course. And, um, I want other people to feel that permission too, but I feel like I can accomplish more in this life and then just enjoy this life when I am, um, when I'm enjoying myself and when I'm in staying in love and staying in, um, freedom and, and having fun. I think, um, I know Morgan, and I talked about that last week, but just like the beauty and reclaiming like the act of play and childlike, um, expression and fun in our lives. Like that's something that I try to return to a lot of just letting myself return to that state and, and really, um, just be free in who I am and, um, and realize that I am free to enjoy this life. And that is a message that I just continue to get placed so strongly on my heart and that I believe is something that I really want to share with others and really help other people feel that too. Because, um, if, if knowing the, the growth and the, and the beauty and the enjoyment that has been added to my life from um, having that core belief has just made all the difference in the world. And I would love nothing more than for people to experience that and to have the tools to do it. And so, um, I believe that's already kind of what I've been doing here on this podcast and hopefully the things I've been conveying and stuff that I share in my blog. And I've actually been thinking about trying to create, um, like a big post and resource as far as, um, someone gave me the idea after I shared that, um, someone I knew was like, well, what are some of the like things that led you to all this growth and who, what are the books that you've been reading or podcasts you've been listening to? And so I started to just like jot down a bunch of things that like, that really launched a lot of this stuff and that have been really helpful. And, um, so another friend, when I told her that was like, oh, what you should make that into like a big resource, like on your blog or something. And so I, yeah, I definitely, um, I mean, I have books on my favorites page on glitterandgrace.com, um, about, the books that have like some of the books that have been the most transformational for me, but I'd love to like go into why and, and then share like podcasts and, um, just a bunch of different resources. Um, so that is my goal to work on that. Um, so I'll keep you posted. And, and then as far as podcast goes, yeah, I, you know, I don't have like a total set structure as far as all the things I want to talk about, but I have that this overarching goal and, um, an exciting thing that I did want to share as I wrap this up, um, was actually a decision that I just finalized today. And it's been one that has been a long time coming. Um, but I'm very excited about it slash it was terrifying to make this, to pull the trigger and to make this decision. But, um, I, you know, over the past like year and a half or so, since I left my job, I've been, 
you know, on this journey, I've been following things that I love and trying to pursue those and then piecing together like different freelance jobs. And, um, I'm still like kind of unclear about what my future is going to look like, but I have this just anchored overarching vision that it is totally possible for me to live this beautiful whole life that is in, in incorporating my gifts and using my passions to serve other people and to help other people um, have a more free and joy-filled life. And I just haven't been able to connect the dots as far as like how will that, I have all these ideas and they're all over the place, um, which is a fun place to be sometimes and very multi-passionate, but then also it can be disorienting because I want clarity and structure and I need to know next steps. And I acknowledge that I can't maybe do that, figure that out all on my own. And so I've known for a while that it would be probably very beneficial for me to have a coach to yeah help guide me in that way and it's something that I've noticed so many people that I follow and admire um, seems to be the um, common denominator is something that they all mentioned that it was like a huge catalyst for getting them like on a path and having a plan and what ultimately led to their success. And so I've been interviewing coaches this last week. And then I, I decided on one that felt like a really great fit for me, um, and said yes to um, that today. And so I'll start working with him next week. And, um, obviously I'm hoping to share a little bit of that journey, but then to have that mostly be reflected in the content that I'm putting out and the work that I'm doing. And I, I believe that it will start to really crystallize and be clear and, um, yeah, so I just want to encourage you. I mean, the, <laughs> oh, back to like the emotions, but still feeling anchored. Um, I have had just a lot of feelings around it. There's been definite tears. There's been a lot of like tension in my chest and in my stomach, like kind of feeling like I might throw up just because of no, which I, I will never, but, um, just that kind of really scared feeling, but mixed with so much excitement. And I think the fear is there for really good reasons. Um, and, uh, the things that have been really helpful for me have been acknowledging where my ego is stepping in and creating that fear. Um, and not demonizing that because I think the ego is not a bad thing. It's our lizard brain. It's what, you know, looks out for our basic core needs. And so there's times where that brain is just trying to be like, but seriously, what if you run out of money or what if you, this doesn't work or whatever. Um, and so just calmly like acknowledging that voice, thanking it for trying to, (laughs) trying to look out for you, but then ultimately realizing that that is not like my higher self. That is not, um, like coming from a place of deep love and truth. And that is just, um, something to acknowledge and then brush aside. And, and then also too, just knowing that with big things that are scary, but good, there's going to be risk and that's okay. And I think if I wasn't scared, um, then it probably wouldn't be the right thing for me to be doing. So, um, but recognizing too, where the, like the calmness comes in and the deep inner knowing. And I just had a really sweet moment of when I was in the midst of, um, breakdown is probably a little too dramatic, but a definite cry sesh where I felt really scared and, um, really just like, yeah, nervous to pull the trigger. Um, I just felt this voice speak over me that says, do you believe that I will take care of you? And I do, I believe, um, that there is someone that is looking out for me a greater force that is so much bigger than myself and that I've been cared for so far. And that if I'm choosing to step out in my, um, into my calling and to dive more fully into this life and be all in that I will be 
I will be held and I will be taken care of. And I believe that for all of you as well. And so I just wanted to share that encouragement and, um, and that little life update. It's, um, kind of funny because I haven't even, I've told some close people to me, but I haven't, I literally just got off that call not that long ago confirming. And so I think I've only told like one or two people that I'm for sure a yes on that. So now you guys know too. (laughs) Um, so yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to wrap this up. Um, I have a house project tonight with my roommates that I need to get to and, um, hopefully more to share soon. I hope to be back next week. Um, I'm going to try to stay on track with that. Just trying to balance a few different things right now in my life. Um, but, um, I do enjoy coming to this space and reminder, you can join the Facebook group over at the high friend podcast on Facebook. Um, anyone is welcome and I'll be posting more things there. You can follow me on Instagram at glitter and grace, and you can find show notes and more episodes from the show over at highfriend.co. So yeah, thanks again, friends, so much for being here and for any and all reviews that you've left and future ones that you want to leave. It means so much to me. And I just, um, I'm wishing you all the fullness and the beauty and the love that this life has to offer. And, um, my just hope and prayer and dream is that you would learn how to grasp that with both hands and not let go and believe that that is fully available to you. So with that, I hope you have a lovely weekend and enjoy this beautiful September weather wherever you are. I feel like September is just the best no matter where you are. So um, enjoy and I will hopefully be back soon. Bye, friends.